Hey church, we just heard an incredible message that we believe is for you. So get ready to be encouraged, to be strengthened. This will change your life. We love you so much. Well, uh, hello to everyone in Guatemala and here in Dallas. All you leaders that are listening to this, love you guys so much. I know we've got other folks that uh, join in uh, from around the country as well, and you're welcome. Uh, you're joining in on our family meeting, though, so uh, we will still keep this uh, focused on Shoreline City, but so glad everyone is here. Hey, we have this time every week. You know, we just come from our time of prayer, and then we come in here and share this little leadership thought, but we also have a time where we share stories every week, and I realize um, a lot of our leaders who hear this, they're not a part of the story portion. So the story portion is just a reminder of why we're doing what we're doing and we get to hear the answer to prayer. Uh, So I actually want to start with a story. I'm going to let Gabby come up here, share a story, and then I'm going to share our leadership thought for the day. Come on up here, Gabby. A few weeks ago, I shared with you guys about a couple um, that heard about Shoreline, came to Shoreline, gave their hearts to Christ, then, because a girl from her work invited her, that's how it all happened, she was a part of Shoreline, Um, so they came, gave their hearts to Christ, and they prayed for the first time as a couple, so that was huge, that was huge, now they're doing devotionals together, literally they sent Eric and I pictures of them reading the Bible together, Like, that's huge. That's huge. huge. Then this Christmas, um, they decided, hey, we are not going to give each other gifts. Our gifts are going to be our heaven to earth offering. So literally, they came together. Like, this baby baby Christian literally said, we're giving our lives to Christ. We started praying together. There's a revolution happening in our home, and now we're going to give our Christmas gifts to heaven and earth. Of course, she, this story happened because she was like, he was like, hey, she spoiled me. We plan to not do Christmas gift, and she gave me a Bible. So she ended up giving him a Bible, but all that started to, to share this story that literally they came together with this Christmas gift to give heaven and earth. So I just needed to share this story because it's just so huge. Well, uh, that's a beautiful story, uh, and that's one of many, and I won't uh, go through them all right now, but if you have your Bible, turn with me to Joshua uh, chapter 3, Joshua chapter 3. Uh, last week for our leadership talk, uh, we uh, talked about our first love, you know, uh, making sure uh, we walk through that story uh, or that passage in the book of Revelation. Uh, and making sure we keep our first love, our first love. I want to uh, continue along a little bit with that, that uh, yeah. thought process for the beginning of this year because we're about to enter into 14 days of prayer and yeah. fasting. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be doing this at, at all of our campuses. And I, I just wanted to uh, give a little bit of clarity uh, behind that because I, I want uh, our leaders, and yeah. that's you, everyone who's listening to this, <laughs> I, I want all of us, uh, participating in this in yeah. some way. Yeah. Uh, it's going to do wonders for our heart and for yeah. our soul. Uh, we don't fast uh, necessarily uh, to get more of God, per se. Yeah. It's yeah. really so God can get more of us. Yeah. Uh, so we are setting uh, some things aside so God can have more of our hearts. And Beautiful. if God can have more of our hearts for all of our leaders, all of the serve team, imagine what it would look like so for the cause of Christ. Uh, not just specifically for our church. I mean for the kingdom of Christ. Because we're not here to build shoreline, per se. 
today. We are here to lift up the name of Jesus, and we just are a part of this beautiful God story. But in Joshua chapter 3, the children of Israel are getting ready for a, a, a honestly a huge moment in their lives Joshua chapter 3 verse number 1 early in the morning Joshua and all the Israelites set out from and if you have you're reading your Bible right now it's S-H-I-T T-I-M I'm going to say Shitim okay Shitim they set out from Shitim and went to the Jordan where they camped before crossing After three days, the officers went throughout the camp, giving orders to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priests carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. But keep a distance of about 2,000 cubits between you and the Ark. Do not go near it. Joshua told the people, this is verse 5, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. The children of Israel have been wandering in the desert for so many years and now they are about to enter into this promised land that God has for them. If you'll read in chapter 2, this is when some spies go in and they are talking with Rahab. Uh, Rahab, who actually ends up being uh, the mother of Boaz. It's a little side note. But anyway, uh, they are, are talking with her and they, they are, she knows God has given them this land. She knows that they're about to take authority in this, in this uh, vicinity, this property. Uh, these spies go back and then Joshua and the leader say, hey, I, I need everyone to get ready. I need you to get ready. And he says, I need you to consecrate yourselves today because tomorrow the Lord is going to do something amazing among yeah. you. Wow. There's something that's going to happen tomorrow, but I need you to get ready today for what's going to take place tomorrow. And I'm just feeling like God is saying the same thing to us. These 14 days of prayer and fasting is us getting ready during those 14 days for what God wants to do in the tomorrow of your life and the tomorrow of your family and the tomorrow of this church and the tomorrow of our communities. I need you to consecrate yourself today. Consecrate yourself. Set yourself aside. Uh, set, uh, be, be uh, purify yourself. I, I want you to separate, uh, set apart yourself. Do that today so that tomorrow God can do amazing things among you. Now, God still has the power to do amazing things and he continues to, but it seems as if God is saying you're going to miss something if you don't position your heart and your mind properly for what I'm wanting to do tomorrow. So I don't want anyone in our church family missing what God is wanting to do tomorrow. So I don't want us to be flippant with this time of prayer and fasting. I don't want us to be casual with it. Neither do I want it to become an idol and now we think we're some spiritual giants. That's not what we're after at all. What we are after are positioning our hearts in the perfect place so that we can be in sync with what God is wanting to say and what God is wanting to do in us and through us. This is not us earning anything from God. The cross of Jesus Christ has already provided everything for us that we need. What you and I are now doing is saying, God, we take seriously what you 
are wanting to do. And we take seriously what you have done. So God, with a heart of surrender and joy, I'm going to set aside this food. I'm going to set aside this social media. I'm going to set aside whatever it may be so that I can say, God, have all of my heart. Consecrate yourself. Beautiful. Because tomorrow, the Lord is going to do amazing things among you. Not average things. And I want you to be able to digest the amazing that you're about to see. And you'll be able to digest it better if you take some time today to get your heart prepared. It is possible for God to be pouring out amazing and you and I not see it because we didn't take the time today to get ready for what he's trying to do tomorrow. Perhaps the amazing of tomorrow gets just kind of tossed aside and forgotten about and maybe we just thought it was a coincidence uh, because we didn't consecrate ourselves today. So I want you to get your eyes ready. I want you to get your heart ready. I want you to allow the Holy Spirit to prepare the soil of your heart for what God is wanting to do. Because these 14 days are about to shake the very foundation of our soul. And you and I are going to be brought to another place of depth and connection and relationship with the Savior of the world. I cannot wait to see what's going to happen. We got stuff on our website. We got a whole guide. It starts on January. January the 14th. It's going to be amazing and wonderful. Okay, so that is our leadership talk uh, for today. Now, now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're kind, you're kind. Now, I also want to give a quick, here is a, uh, not a, maybe not a quick. Judy, how long can you keep it to? Two minutes? Yeah, I think two minutes. Because in Antigua, and uh, definitely first service uh, in Antigua, and here in Dallas, uh, during, uh, at the White Rock campus, yeah. uh, during the 10 and the 11.30, we've got fantastic pandemonium. We have so many people, uh, and we've got people standing, and yeah. people in lobbies, and we're running around for chairs and trying to find places to put, put folks. Yeah. What a great, great problem to have. Even this past weekend, there are 178 individuals that responded to say, I want to put my faith in Jesus Christ. It's crazy how that continues to happen week in and week out. But Judy had uh, just a, a, an experience that I, I was excited about, and I want to share it with all of us so that all of us can be thinking yeah. this way. Judy, take it away. Then we'll go into stories. Okay, so I'm going to talk really quick so I can get it in in two minutes. First of all, God gave me the scripture of no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. What God has prepared for Shoreline City. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. What we're seeing here is what we prayed for. We prayed for revival. We prayed for greater. We prayed for multiplication. And it's happening on Sunday. But I want to know what your perspective is. Because you're an owner in this house. Earl, Pastor Earl just got through saying on the recording... If you're listening to this message, you're a leader. Do you see yourself as a leader? Do you see yourself as an owner? When somebody walks in your house, do you get up out of your chair and host them? Do you offer them something to drink? Do you give them a comfortable seat in your house? Or do you sit back and go, no, 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 I got here first? What happened this Sunday 
I, I encountered an experience where we had closed the, the, gar- the back lobby doors because of the crowd. We're asking people to walk around. Our host didn't know why we were asking people to walk around. Right. So this is not a telephone game, team. If you don't understand what your role is, ask the question. Yeah, yeah. If you don't understand why you're being told what you're told, ask the question. Yeah. Because you need to understand when you're asking people to walk around the building, they're, if you don't know, they don't know. Yeah. As I came around the corner, I encountered a couple who was being asked to walk around the building. They were frustrated. She was eight and a half months pregnant. I found out he had a back injury. And I'm saying, hey, my name's Judy. I'm so glad you're here. How long have you been coming to Shoreline? They're like, this is our first time. And we parked all the way over there because we couldn't get in the parking lot that was closed. And then we walked all the way to Biggs and dropped our child off. And now we're being asked to walk up front. They were frustrated. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I am so, so sorry. If you'll ever tell the parking lot people that you're pregnant, mm-hmm. or right. they'll always let yeah. you park close. Yeah. So we fix that one. Mm-hmm. And I explained to them, I said, the services are getting full today, but I'm going to get you a seat. Mm-hmm. I walked them around. I walked them through the lobby. As I walked into the sanctuary, Pastor Earl was saying, leaders, we need your seats. Yeah. Yeah. And what I saw is people sitting in their seats not recognizing themselves as yeah. leaders. I looked over and I said, wait, you're a leader. Wow. And you're, why are you getting up? Yeah, yeah. So we have a perspective wow. issue That's of bad. how do yeah. you see yourself? So yeah. It's not being on staff, give up your seat. Yeah. Yeah. It's host the people that God's bringing yeah. to yeah. us. Yeah. This couple That's came right. in and thank God that as I walked him in the sanctuary. Earl had just said that. And I'm like, here's two seats. Welcome to Shoreline. This is how we treat people. So guys, very practically, we give up our seats. We practically walk people to where they're going. We practically understand the why behind the why. This is how we love. And this is how we foster what God is doing as he answers our prayers. Well done, Judy Brown. Love you leaders so, so much. And we can't wait to see you this weekend. Serve Team, we love you. Thank you so much for using your gifts and your talents to make an honor as it is in heaven. We pray that today's talk has pushed you forward in your development as a leader. You are loved, you're valued, and you're believed in. Can't wait to see you on Sunday or in one of our connect groups.